is the University of Michigan. Touchdown, Michigan! All right, welcome back to Blue by 90. I am Justin with Jack and Kaylin, of course, and it is Michigan Ohio State Week. Oh, Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> wait, no, it is not, actually. So the game is canceled. Um, yeah, it, this is tough. We are actually, you know what? We're going to turn this into positive vibes because the game is canceled, but we are recording this during the Michigan basketball game versus Toledo so we'll give you guys live updates and analysis because we are basketball experts so um Kalen just told me that every time he sees somebody miss a shot he just thinks that they suck forever so <laughs> pretty um, much I mean that's how that's how you watch basketball right I mean <laughs> so yeah so how's my um uh, so I did just go for I just got back from a run how is my tomato face looking not bad looks like kind of a tan Oh, perfect. Yeah. Bronze God type of tan. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. More yeah, like a, uh, what are, uh, what are pennies made out of? Bro- copper. 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 Copper tan. We'll give you a copper, copper tan. tan. All right. That's fine. Um, what are those like copper tone socks that Brett Favre, uh, um, advertises? <laughs> yeah. You like yeah. that? We got that weird wrinkly old man tan. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Thank you. You are great at giving compliments. <laughs> Hey man, two weeks. I'll be in Florida. I'll come back red Ooh. as a fucking tomato. That's for sure. I did not tan well. I'm either gonna come back looking like this, or I'm gonna come back red. There's I, no in between. I'm a little concerned for you. Well, actually, I'm concerned for Heather and whoever else uh, is around you the first time you take off your shirt down in Florida. That is gonna be yeah. pasty. I tell you, people what. are gonna think there's a uh, there's a beached whale out there, man. <laughs> it's gonna be shining and gleaming. People think it's like. Uh, Ninth wonder of the world or eighth wonder of the world, whatever that is, whichever number we're at. You just well, got to uh, put that zinc on your nose and uh, just own I'll it. Have right? my, I'll have my bucket hat. I'll be I'll be totally oh, covered. Like, I, it's, it's I, not, I love how we're all like mid twenties yet we're old men somehow too. Like, man, we, we're not even mid twenties anymore. We're like late to late mid twenties. Yeah, yeah. twenty eight. Fuck. God, God, old as shit. All right, so um, let's get into <laughs> anyway. <laughs> let's move on from talking about our old wrinkly bodies and talk about some Michigan football and basketball. So currently, we'll give you the update. Uh, currently, it is Michigan's up fifteen twelve uh, against Toledo with twelve thirty left. So Austin Davis, I think, already has ten points, just killing it. Exactly. So I mean, is there a controversy at the center position between Hunter Dickinson and Austin Davis? Maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Oh, you know, know, you know what I think they could do? Play two bigs out there, put them, put them both out there. See what Honestly, happens. Yeah, I would could. hate it sometimes. I mean, who, who guards, who guards the second guy? Ooh. You know. So I also want to give a shout out to Nas Hillman on the women's basketball team, just killing absolutely it. killing it. She has, uh, I think, over twenty points in every game except for one. She's got a double double in like four out of five games or something already like legitimate front runner for big 10 player of the year on the women's side, maybe national player of the year. So got to get a lot, give a little love to the women's team as well. 
Um, they're five and out today as well, and they go into conference play. I think uh, either this weekend or next week. So um, you do love to see it. So all right, boys. So let's talk about Michigan Ohio State a little bit. So obviously yesterday. Um, today we're recording this on Wednesday during the basketball game, but yesterday on Tuesday, they canceled the game. What was your immediate like reaction when you, when we were texting about it and we saw that it was canceled? Honestly, it was like, wow, what's going to happen with Ohio state? Are they going to be able to championship, make it to the playoff? And honestly, I was a little disappointed. I was kind of hoping to see Dan Valari out there. I knew, I didn't think we had a chance at winning. But I wanted to see just him get some playing time and see what he looks like on the field. Yeah, I was feeling like relief. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, we don't have to play him. I mean, the the hang 100 comment rang very true to me this year. So I was glad to yeah. not see that. Yeah, I, I mean, I so I put it out on Twitter, like to see if people were relieved or sad about it. A lot of people said both, like sad that the game's not there, but also like, yeah, it's sure. okay that we don't have to watch them actually put up 100 points. Um, I felt kind of the same way. A little bit just indifferent. Like, this this year is so stupid, man. It's just like, all right. Like, anything that happens to, to like, in 2020 now, especially with, like, regards to Michigan football, it's like, whatever. You know, it, we're just playing. We're just looking forward to 2021 when things are real again. So, um yeah, it, it sucks, um, but I, I do think, well, honestly, and we can get into this a little bit too, I said it a few to, a few weeks ago, I think, the fact that these two games, and there's obviously been a ton that's come out about Jim Harbaugh in the last couple of days, so we'll get into that for sure. I think them not playing these two games, Maryland and Ohio State, and getting embarrassed on the national level like week after week, saved Jim Harbaugh's job every week that they went out there and got embarrassed by an 0-5 Penn State or Michigan State or even having to go to overtime with Rutgers like it was a bad look for Jim Harbaugh and so if they would have still gone out there and done and played this game and they actually get beat by 50 how do you extend Jim Harbaugh I mean I don't understand how they're I still have a theory that, that, that this whole extension isn't even happening. It just doesn't make any sense to me the way it's going right now. But I'll save, I'll, I'll save that conspiracy theory for, <laughs> for later. But I, honestly, I think it hurts them more than anything. I, I think Maryland, if they would have played Maryland, that could have been a team they could have competed with. Maybe, maybe, you know, and maybe they have a shot. But I don't know. I mean, he had such a bad season regardless of the last two games. If he lost or not, I guess – I can't believe that if he does get extended, I can't believe it's actually going to it's actually going to happen. Now, can he can reject the extension, correct? Like, I they mean, yeah, he doesn't have to sign it for sure. Like he could go to the NFL. He could still just be like, eh, I'm done. I mean, I guess I don't I don't really see him just calling it quits, but I'm just saying that's a possibility, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's for sure a possibility. I, I wouldn't I'm, I don't think it's that doubtful that he's just like. These fans hate me. Like I, I don't. If he doesn't think he can truly turn this program around in the next year, maybe two, like he might be like, all right, man, I did it. I tried it. This is, uh, uh, you know, ten wins, and he probably reached the ceiling. Honestly, in 2016, like the, yeah. because Ohio State's so freaking good that 
going to OT with Ohio State may be Michigan's ceiling right now. Low key. Like, I, I mean, so he may be like, dude, we did everything we could. It's that's a hard thing to say and a hard thing, like a hard thing to swallow. But it's I mean, Ohio State's that good. Zach Shaw put out a uh, a tweet the other day that he said that um, since he graduated high school, which was 2012, Ohio State is 73 and five in the Big Ten. <laughs> five losses in eight years, dude. So I I like. I understand if he's like, dude, we did all we could and still came up short. So, um, yeah, I mean, he gets hate. I hate on him because of a lot of different things. But, like, I mean, he took him to the height of Michigan football for the past 20 years. That's no doubt. Um, So it's just uh, I I just so what I don't understand from Ward Manuel's perspective is if you – are offering him an extension now after this absolute debacle of a season. Why was that? If you still think he's the guy after all the shit that they've been through uh, in 2020, why was he not the guy before the season? Why, why is there no extension offered before the season? If the, if, if even if he fucks up this season as much as they possibly could, and he's still the guy, which he did. why not before, which he did. Right. Why wouldn't you do this in the spring, in the summer, in the fall, when we're waiting for this whole season to go while the Big 12 and SEC is playing? There's so many opportunities to do it, and now you're going to try and do it during Michigan-Ohio State week? What? I mean, do you think, like, that it was in the works, kind of, uh, you know, coming down the pipeline until COVID hit, which really threw the whole school and financials off the rails? I mean, that's what it sounded like, right? But still, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm speechless. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do think definitely like without COVID, he probably gets an extension in March or in the off season, spring, summer, sometime for sure. Um, I think financially Ward Manuel is like, holy shit, we are in so much debt now <laughs> or something. You know, he's like, we don't have any cash flow. So it's a bad look when we talked about this before. It's a really bad look when he's asking other people to take pay cuts for him to make this offer. Um, And I don't know, maybe the offer before was not a pay cut for Harbaugh. Maybe it was, you know, the same money or close to it. Um, But still, it's just like, okay, I don't know. They couldn't have had the timing any worse. Now you're and now like. It sounds like after the uh, after the press conference with Ward and Harbaugh yesterday that they aren't going to talk about this until after the season, which is December nineteenth. Which most is, importantly, after signing day, which is two or three days after signing day. Like we're watching. I don't know if you guys saw, but Brandon Jennings, who is our stud four star linebacker, who Bryce Merritt said is an absolute freak show and should probably be a five star, he flipped to Maryland today. So, um, well, not officially, but it was, but that was on ball, rivals. Right? Yeah, yeah. He was crystal ball flipped and it was a seven high or something. So like between him and Xavier worthy, we're losing recruits like daily. And who was, um, the guy that went to Missouri who was projected to Michigan until very recently. Yeah. Isaiah Thompson, I think it was, or Isaac, yeah, Thompson. Isaac Thompson. Yeah. yeah. So what, like four star safety. Yeah. Stud. So like you are watching this unravel before your eyes right now and ward and jim and everybody else are just kind of sitting in the background like 
yeah, we're just going to kind of ride it out. It's like, what are you doing? Why? Like you, the thing for me is they watch this. We watched this whole thing happen at Michigan state less than a year ago. D'Antonio, the whole thing, they like kind of screwed themselves and shot themselves in the foot by letting D'Antonio go too late. And then by the time they were, um, you know, looking for a coach, everyone else was taken and then they had to land with Mel Tucker. And so like, I, I just don't understand if Harbaugh is your guy, go with him, figure it out now. If he's not, then we better get talking to Matt Campbell immediately. That's my theory, man. I, I think that they've they've already talked to another coach, and I'm assuming Matt Campbell. They've got some sort of deal with him that they're not going to announce anything, and they're just trying to postpone any sort of announcement till after the 19th, which is after the Big 12 title game, correct? Or is that this weekend? No, it is the 19th, yeah. The 19th. So, I mean – that would be the only thing that would make me that would make all that would make this make all all make sense because otherwise right. I'm like if you're extending him what that doesn't help you by waiting until after national signing day to do anything why right. wouldn't you just do it right now it literally makes zero fucking sense that's why I believe there has to be something else going on behind the scenes Harbaugh's not coming back next year they they've got to either be talking to other coaches or have their guy figured out and they maybe struck some sort of deal with him to take away any distractions from their current team. But I, I just, the way it's all playing out and the way they have it to not talk about it or say they're not going to talk about it till after the season's over just makes zero fucking sense to me. Yeah, it's, it's very true. I, it's funny cause I almost haven't even like given this any thought. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, but now that I'm thinking about it, that's super fucking weird to just be like, he's con- he has a contract, but we're not talking about it until after the recruit. Like, what what are you doing? <laughs> Even like, OK, maybe they're t- I'm sure that they're talking to recruits behind the scenes and letting them know the situation. Right. It, um, you know, but like it just. So what this does now is so they come out for a, a, um, a press conference yesterday and they say, oh, well, not till the, the 19th, 18th or 19th or whatever. So now all you do is you create another 10 days and right. every in storylines and headlines and digging by the media and all this stuff for another 10 days. And it just like makes it all bad. It's just it's a PR nightmare. And it doesn't need to be. It doesn't just, need to be. It's just nothing but uncertainty for the recruits. And it's better for them to know at least Harbaugh's going to be there or he's not going to be there than having it be like, is he going to be there? Is he not? To keep them guessing is not it's not fair to them. And you're not helping yourself by any means doing that. Yeah, there needs to be a like, solid decision made to, to have any sort of progress here. If Jim's supposed to be this competitor, like he would know this, right? Like he would come out and be like, hey, uh, I'm coming back. Uh, Don Brown is fired. This is what we're doing. Right. And he would make all of those questions answered like right out the gate to make put everybody at ease, at least somewhat. So the fact that he's not does make you go like, "Okay, what the hell is going on here? And the thing for me is it's not even on Jim. Like I'm like Ward Manuel. Where the fuck are you at? You're oh, the AD, yeah. right? Because Jim doesn't even—he doesn't even know his future, at least from the outside looking in. Doesn't seem like he does. I mean, Ward Manuel's got to come out and fucking do something. 
I'd rather have him sign Harbaugh now. Well, actually, let me let me ask you ask you guys this: Would you rather have him sign Harbaugh now, and and then everybody just knows what's going on, or wait until the nineteenth or after to figure out if he's coming back or not? Good question. So in that case, I mean, maybe we move we lose like another few recruits. Um, but you get Matt Campbell and he can sign a couple late because signing day is there. You don't have to sign that day, right? right. Like it's just it's the, beginning the first day of you can though, sign. Yeah. So it's a, it's not like these guys have to, these kids have to make a decision um, right. on signing day. They may um, delay their decision, but um, yeah, that, that, that's interesting. I mean, I still, I think I would like to see Matt Campbell. I, or if it is Matt Campbell, if it's right. not Matt Campbell, I, I think I'm still with Harbaugh. Cause, um, I mean, I, I would probably take fickle too. Um, but I, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I'd probably take Campbell on the 19th cause he could still bring, uh, you know, some Iowa state, you know, transfers or figure his whole thing out. Um, if we're hiring Matt Campbell, you're the, the class changes anyway, right? The recruiting class is going to change anyway. He's, he might see some guys as a, uh, a different talent level than what Jim and, you know, his guys have seen. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because I hate losing recruits and you know that you would at that stage. Um, but I'm, I'm just like, Jim, you, you had your time and you kind of, you've lost your touch so it's time for someone else so i would i would lose them yeah from my perspective i mean it looks like i mean these guys are flipping to other schools right like it looks like harbaugh's kind of had these recruits and my feeling is with them looking at the program with all this uncertainty and probably other coaches are getting in their head they're like hey you don't even know who your coach is going to be if you liked harbaugh he's probably not going to be there next year and he's getting in their heads and these and these players are flipping man so i mean if these kids are trying to play for Harbaugh, and I mean, I'm assuming he's doing a lot of a lot of the recruiting for him. Sign him, just extend him, at least keep the recruits there for now. And then, you know, if there is a buyout clause or whatever they're working through with the contract here, I mean, then you can get rid of him after a year. I know Nate was texting us about it and uh, kind of threw that out there as like something that could happen. But I mean, now you're you're losing um, Brandon Jennings, Isaac Thompson possibly Xavier worthy like I mean these are all four-star guys right like I don't know you go you all of a sudden go from the eighth uh in the nation to probably like 20 something true you know? yeah you don't want to be in yeah. like a rich rod situation right where like you might bring in a coach who's who knows what he wants to do but when you lose so many players it makes it that much more difficult right yeah yeah, I mean, can we all just take a moment to thank JJ McCarthy because he <laughs> single is handedly like, single. I mean, think together. about th- how many how many five star QBs would after a two and four season after when you don't even know who your head coach is going to be. It's it's looking like a shit show, and five star QB stud recruiter everything like everything you want out of a kid, and he's like, "Yep, go blue. I'm signing no matter what." I mean. What a freaking baller. Are you kidding me? Dude, how many 17-year-olds are even that mature? <laughs> Literally. Thank God for JJ, man. I got nothing else to say on that. I mean, Ebs, he's literally single-handedly keeping these recruits together. I mean, like, uh, 
I think we were talking to Bryce Marich about it, and he was just like, yeah, he organized that entire visit for these guys to Amazing. come up here during a dead period. Like, he's doing it himself. So, I mean, I think all the guys that he could get his hands on and, and influence enough, I think they're going to stick around just because of JJ. So, thanks to him for fucking doing that. But uh, it's, it's good to have that kind of leader in the recruiting class. I think it's nothing but positives for uh, Michigan moving forward, having him around. Yeah, I absolutely, because I think that if all this is going down, you know, if it's if it's uh, Jennings that's that's uh, decommitting, that's, you know, a problem. But if it were J.J. decommitting, fucked. everybody's decommitting. We're fucked. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So he is like legit keeping this thing hanging on by a fucking thread. So you think um, he'll be our uh, starter next year? Very well could be, dude. I mean, I think Cade, QB I think, for sure. I think Cade is solid, but I mean, JJ's the real deal. So, um, I mean, oh and, well, and, hold and up Dan now. Pilari. We and say Dan. that every every QB. <laughs> I know. True, it's yeah. like, how are they gonna screw up JJ? Right? Like, God, I don't know. Um, I don't even want to think about that. I don't. <laughs> think about that. I true. I truly don't, because it it like makes me sad to think about the fact that we could have another five-star QB come in who is a God and he like may not do anything for us. The promising thing is his numbers are better in high school than Shane Morris's were. Yeah. I mean, he's watching him at IMG, like IMG is not Warren De La Salle, you know, like Warren De La Salle is a great program and there's some good football in Michigan. IMG is another level. So, But even, even if it was, I know that uh, Shane Morris, he had a lot of question marks in high school about his accuracy and, you know, you know some other things. But you haven't heard anything about McCarthy, any any question marks around him. So that – that Shane least... Morris, I, I watched him in high school. Um, he, he was similar to Joe Milton a little bit. He had a fucking yeah. cannon. Oh, yeah. And everyone was like, oh – Six foot three guy, you know, a has stud. a cannon, like has it, he had the body. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just didn't have it in him. And so that's where I think JJ is. Of course, we're just going to say JJ is different. Of course, he's the guy, <laughs> you know, next year's our year, obviously. Uh, 2021. Oh, shit. I'm going <laughs> to kill myself. All right. Um, all right. Score update for Michigan basketball. It is. Uh, 35-21 Michigan over Toledo right now with 3.48 left to go in the first. Uh, let's see. Stat-wise, stat we got Austin Davis still with 10. Livers with 8. Franz with 5. Your boy Franz. I saw, I saw him hit a 3. Hey, let's <laughs> go. money, dude. 1 for 1 from 3. Livers is 1 for 2 from 3. Damn, Mike Smith 0 for 2 from 3. Um. Hunter Dickinson has four. Sean D has four. So uh, Smith has four as well. So we're spreading it around again. I mean, nobody thought Austin Davis would just get 10 points in the first five minutes, but we'll take it. So um, the one thing I'm kind of worried about Michigan basketball right now, um, and I want to get into basketball after this, um, but like, actually, I'll wait for it. I'll wait for it. I want to talk about Ohio State and if you think they should be in the Big Ten title game right now. Oh, uh, yes, but Big Ten, stick to your guns, man. 
stick to your guns. Either you should have made a better rule and, you know, said, like, if you personally have to cancel, like, games where you can't get to six, then you're out. But if mm-hmm. other teams have to cancel and that's what's holding you back, then you can still get in. So I think the Big Ten fucked up on that rule. I do believe they should be in the Big Ten title game because it's just it's good for the Big Ten. Um, I don't know, man. I think the Big Ten, as far as a, a conference, you know, falling back on that rule just makes them look soft. And I think they should have just been better about planning for it. But uh, I do think Ohio State should be in the Big Ten title game. Dude, they're a great team. I mean, yeah. there's no question. So, yeah, they 100% deserve it. Big Ten, yeah, they just – I mean, surprise, surprise, the big corporate entity made a shitty decision, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. It's so true. And, like, so, okay, to me, yes, Ohio State is – Far and away the best team in the Big Ten, right? Um, I honestly think that if they played Indiana again, they'd probably beat them by three scores. Yeah, um, And so, like, Indiana had to play that game pretty much perfectly and got three picks from Justin Fields, who's thrown one, like, the rest of his whole fucking career. So, <laughs> yeah. like, without that, they, yeah, they, and they didn't even score on those, but they stopped them from, they stopped Ohio State from scoring. So, um I don't know. I yes think that Ohio State is the best team and they deserve to go. But also there's just something about the tweet that went out like, yes, the Big Ten is bending the rules for Ohio State. That just irks me, man. Like that just as a Michigan fan, as the rest of the Big Ten fan, you should just be like, that shouldn't be a tweet that goes out from an official like media member. Right. Um, like bending the rules for Ohio State, that just, oh, that just doesn't sit right in my stomach. Nothing new. Nothing new, right? right? To, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> I do think if it was any other big team, Big Ten team in the same situation, I think they would bend the rules as well. I know we all like, we're Michigan fans, we like to root against Ohio State, but I do, I do believe that if it was Indiana in this, if Indiana was undefeated, looked unstoppable, I think the same thing would happen. Same thing with Northwestern. Same thing with Wisconsin or whoever. Wisconsin, whoever. I think I think they would make that decision for anybody just to get a Big Ten conference team in the playoff. Yeah, uh, I I agree with that for sure because it's all about money. And yeah, if if the Big Ten gets a uh, team in the playoff, it's like a hundred million more. Dollars. I don't know what it is, but it's like a, it's a lot of money for significant the amount. So they need they need to have a team in the playoffs. So they would have done it. And to be honest, they would. Here's the thing, and this hurt. Like they would have, they would be so happy to do that for Michigan. They would be so happy because the number of viewers and everything else that yeah. Michigan was in that situation would be off the charts. So like, yes, I get bitter about the Big Ten like giving you know Ohio State preferential treatment. Um, but honestly, if the Ohio State's looking at it, for, or sorry, if the Big Ten's looking at it from a financial standpoint, the Big Ten would love to have Michigan be great and Michigan be, uh, you know, in the college football playoff winning the Big Ten because it's such a big brand, such a big fan base. Um, they would love nothing more than that. Yeah, because then you got two powerhouses, legendary programs in the Big Ten. It makes the game even bigger. It makes viewership for everything bigger because it's leading up to this final 
this Big Ten title game before the Big Ten title game. I mean, Michigan just needs to be good again. While we're talking <laughs> about Ohio State, Michigan, Ohio State, all this stuff, did you guys see that tweet that Ohio State football put out? The, uh, the like, trailer? Yeah. I, I did. didn't see it. I, I, was... I Oh, you didn't I see it? Watched, Kayla, I watch this right now. Get on Twitter. Oh, damn. Look at Ohio State football. Uh, or search Ohio State football. Look at the trailer they put out. We'll talk about it while you're kind of watching it. But Okay, yeah. Man, I watched that, and I was just like. Do you, you became an Ohio State fan, like, in the moment. I've always kind of been teetering, man, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious, guys. I, I've thought about it. Just thinking about the way Michigan football does things and just how frustrating it is for us. Have you ever thought of, you know. Jumping ship. I know. I know. I know the. I know that you know you jump ship. You can't ever go back. So I, I have. I haven't done it. I haven't done it. But man, I would, just the way I've talked about it a million times before. The way Ohio State football does things. The just the hype behind it. Like it seems like just how prepared they are. Like the videos they put up on social media. It looks like it's just a, a like the perfect thing that I want to see from college football. Is everything I love. Like I love everything that they do. But I still hate them so much because Michigan just can't. It isn't there. But like, I grew up loving this Michigan team, but it's so fucking frustrating to be a fan for them. I 100% get where you're coming from because like, I it's it's so hurtful that I watch that video and I'm like, holy fuck, that's cool. Like that is so How sick. How fucking cool is that shit? Like, and like, dude, like the countdown, 325 days, 190 days, like every single day, they fucking hate Michigan. And they're beating our ass every single year, and it doesn't fall off. Still. Like, how fucking crazy is that? Like, why don't you see that from Michigan? I mean, we haven't beat Ohio State in a legitimate year, in a legitimate year, since what, 03? Yeah, it's been a long time, dude. Where Ohio State was I, I, I mean, you're definitely right that uh, 2011 shouldn't even really count um, because it, it is, they were, what, 6-6 six and six or something? Mm-hmm. Um, and, had an, and Luke Fickle was their coach. So um, it, it's I, I 100% agree with you. I would never jump ship because I I feel like the I don't know I I could maybe jump ship to like an SEC team and go root right. for Florida or yeah. something like that. Oh, Florida? Ah, I couldn't do Florida. Why? I mean, Jacqueline's Jacqueline's mom played softball at Florida, so I got okay. Ties. You have ties. You have. They're ties. like they're Gator fans, but I think uh, when we were when Michigan was playing Florida, like what? Back-to-back-to-back to back to back years. Oh, I was yeah. fuck Florida. I hate Florida. <laughs> God. Yeah, I see that. Okay, I see it. Yeah. Can't jump to Ohio State, but another, like, conference. Dude, Loki? Yeah. Uh, Loki. Dude, that was like, fucking awesome. How cool is that fucking video? How mad does that make you? How mad does that make you? Dude, I'm, like, fired their up. Culture, their culture is fucking amazing. And that's why they're as good as they are. Great culture. They recruit great talent. They fucking develop them. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Like, yes, I agree with you to a point, but like also social media doesn't fucking matter if we can put a good product on the field and like go have good coaches. (laughs) I know. But like if we can if we can put a good product on the field, then they would never be able to put that out on social media or they would. And it'd be cool. But we'd be like, hey, great tweet. But we just beat your ass. So 
that's where like I agree with you it, in social media 100% like I'm sure there are recruits that are either between Michigan and Ohio State watch that and they're like I'm not fucking going to Michigan because they beat the shit out of them every year and they talk about it and think but about even it that and, just for the intensity like how much they show how much the rivalry means to them at Ohio State yeah you don't see that at Michigan it just like, means more. Right? At Ohio, it, it just means more. They deserve to and, be in the – put them in the SEC, dude. It does just mean more at Ohio State. <laughs> it does. Put them in the fucking SEC. <laughs> I mean, you, you see Ohio State's got that big wall that, like, displays the game and, like, the countdown yeah. clock, all that shit. Do they have that at Michigan? No. They like, they don't, don't embrace it. Well, like, they they're did part of the during... greatest rivalry in all, of, in all of sports, and you don't embrace it. Like, what they the did. fuck is that? They did during Brady hoax years. Brady brought it all back, and then Jim was like, "No, nah, I'm good." That's and then so he's, weird. And then he's went zero and six, so zero oh, and five, um, oh five and one. Are we calling it a tie? I'm calling it a fucking tie. We'll, we'll take, take that. a tie. We'll take the one at the end of that record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be like o five o and one. <laughs> it's like not even a tie. O five o DNF did not finish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, five and a half. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or half I don't know, man. Five. Like the whole, it's just, God, I, I wanted, I was, I was literally taught, I was thinking about this during my run before I got on here. I was like, we need to just have positive vibes only all day on this podcast. And it's just, Not possible. it's impossible. It's literally impossible to talk positively about Michigan right now, which is so difficult because I can't tell you how much it affects my life, no matter how hard I try not to let it. And I'm just like, bro, yeah, God, it's just but so annoying. See, watching that video, like, it does make me go like, gosh, they really do something different. Especially because I just saw a video of Urban Meyer talking about like developing players, like. Uh, like mental attitudes and stuff like that and trying to make them like really great competitive players. And he said his main slogan for the Ohio State program was the edge is where average stops and elite begins. And I'm like, that's literally that video. Like we want to be more than average. We want to be elite. And I, we have not embraced that attitude at Michigan. Well, when was the last time? When was the last time you thought that Michigan played with an edge? Mike Hart. Twenty sixteen. I mean, maybe twenty sixteen, maybe 2018, some of the. the I, I didn't give twenty twenty thirteen Devin Gardner against Ohio State. The, I mean, the, the, I would say the twenty eighteen revenge games. I thought Chase Winovich yeah. and Devin Bush played with an edge for sure until they got to the game. And I think mm-hmm. they had an edge in that game too. That, but Ohio State's just, you know, that good. Yeah. Um. So, I, I, I just don't like. So was it Bryce that said something that like, will you when you recruit from Boston, Massachusetts, it's a lot different than recruiting from Texas and Florida. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't recruit dogs. You, you, we need to recruit some dogs that are just yeah. like fighting for everything they've got and like they aren't going to back down because I, he said, what, what was he saying that it, like we recruit Michigan recruits from the, uh, from the prep schools and they have prep school attitude. Yeah. Makes sense. 
which unfortunately fits right into our uh, our cliche like image, right? For Where sure. we're these like preppy yeah. uppity guys, and Ohio State is the workhorses. And unfortunately, maybe that's how it really is. I I think it is, and and but like, I, how is that? It it wasn't any different in the nineties. It wasn't any different in the early two thousands or something when we were beating the shit out of Ohio State, like. But you know what's interesting? Jim definitely embraced that kind of like hard worker mentality when he first got here. Remember, everyone had those like blue collar shirts and everything. Mm -hmm. Then we like got away from that. I don't know. I just think uh, here's you want to know. This is a tinfoil hat conspiracy theory, but I love it. When Jim Harbaugh went from Walmart khakis to getting his Lululemon deal. It was over. It was over. Yeah. As much as I love the Lulu and I respect it and I want a pair of Lulu pants because they just look so, so fucking comfortable. Lulu is the best out there. But all I'm saying is old Jim Harbaugh was going to Walmart to buy $15 khaki khaki pants. And now new Jim Harbaugh wears a mask with a boner underneath it and – has, has wears Lululemon pants. He doesn't even wear a sweater anymore. He's just he's he's not the same. I don't know what happened to him. This episode of Blue by Ninety is brought to you by Lulu. <laughs> go in, there you go. get zero discount because we're not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of like his new sweater that he's been wearing. To be honest, I was kind of like, dude, that hoodie's fucking dope. I want I'm one. Like, I, I want one. Yeah. <laughs> Still waiting for my new for my flag to come in with the uh, old Michigan logo. Love that fucking thing. Kaylin, you got to steal that '97 uh, national champions flag from your dad. Oh, I do, man. That's a sick fucking flag. Need that. Ro, do we have a halftime update from basketball? We do have a half halftime update. Uh, 44-26 Michigan. They pulled away at the end. Oh, yeah, there. doing well. Um, updated stats. Livers took over the uh, the scoring lead with 11. Franz up to nine. Like uh, it. He has nine and three rebounds. Mike Smith still with four. Austin Davis still with 10. Shondi four. Dickinson six. So they're playing well today. I, I think let's get into it. Let's get into Michigan basketball a little bit. So um, I unfortunately it was I was pretty sad that they didn't get to play NC State today. That yeah. that would have been like their real, you know, um, solid test, solid test of where are you at? Because it's tough to know against just Mac schools all the time or Horizon yeah. League schools. Um even though I do think the three max schools that we played, BG, Toledo, and solid, solid team, Oakland. something. Who else did we play? Oakland. I think it was. Uh, well, Oakland, yeah, in the Horizon League was. Fuck. Who else did we play? Oh, Toledo. Uh, Ball State. Ball State. Ball State. You're right. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so they're like three of the top teams in the MAC, I think. As far as projections, I mean, mm-hmm. not that I'm looking into like projections on the Mac or pay attention to that, but um, I do think they're legit squads. I think Michigan is a legit squad. I so what I was gonna say earlier, what I'm concerned about is what they've done in these first five games is all they do is like get it to the big man down low and he scores because the Mac big man is like six foot eight and our guy is you know seven foot two. So 
that's not going to work when you're going against Luca Garza in at Iowa or uh, you know Maddie Sissoko at MSU or something like that. So I'm a little worried about our strategy right now and if we can truly be um, you know dominant. But I also love the versatility of this team. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean. And that's like what you said. I mean, they're getting the ball down low and they're dominating down there and that's how they're winning games. But I think there's more to this team than that. Like, I I think they're shooting the ball well. I think they're moving the ball around well. Obviously, getting into the Big Ten, they're going to see the bigs are different in the Big Ten. So we'll we'll see kind of how Dickinson and Austin Davis match up. But I don't know. I'm still thinking fifth place finish in the Big Ten is pretty ideal right now for the Michigan basketball team. And, uh... I think they'll be able to compete. They're definitely not going to be blowing people out like they are now unless they can, you know, consistently shoot um, really, really well. Uh, because like you said, there's I don't think they're going to be able to dominate on the boards like they are against the teams that they're playing. Yeah, I'm just really impressed with the uh, with the like bench kind of players, right? The guys coming off the bench. I'm like, wow, these guys, they could start, honestly. Like, so... Uh, for me, that's where I watch and I go like, wow, you know, uh, Sean D. Brown and some of those kinds of guys. I'm like, wow, legit. Did you yeah, guys I, realize that Sean D. Brown was, uh, I think, the 37th ranked player in his class? Something like that. Wolverine Country really? put it Whoa. up. Yeah. He was legit. He, he was fucking legit. Uh, coming out Why of did he also. go to Wake Forest? Tim Duncan, baby. Demon Deacons. Oh, yeah. Wake Forest's last great player in 1984. <laughs> Tim Duncan spent 37 seasons in the NBA. He is so old. So I do love Tim Big Duncan. fundamental, he, dude. He, he deserves Big. way more respect in the NBA. Um, so, I mean, that's legit. I agree with you, Kalen, 100%. I tweeted it out the other day during, um, what did they play, Sunday, I think. I said, the problem with Michigan is that they have like eight guys that deserve 30 minutes a game, right? <laughs> they, they like, it's a good problem to have, but they have, they, I don't think Juwan knows what to do with Brandon Johns and Shondi and some of those guys. Cause he's like, uh, even Terrence Williams, the freshman, because he's like, they should be, could be starting, but I've got a, a really solid starting five, you know, and even Hunter Dickinson, I think he'll transition into the starting spot at some point. I don't know when front or when Juwan will pull that trigger and make make Austin Davis come off the bench. Uh, but I kind of like Austin Davis a little to to come off the bench. We when we play in the Macker three on three with my with my <laughs> friends, like we leave our best guy on the bench for the first like five minutes because we're like we make him think that this is all we've got, and then we bring in our good guy. So maybe that's maybe Juwan's been watching us a little bit. Well, from what I've heard, I think it's uh, what what is it? Juwan said that uh, Austin Davis earned that spot as a starter, so that's why he's keeping him in there. And I think, you know, speaking for all of us, I can say by no means are we saying Austin Davis is not a good enough player to be in there. He's very good, but Hunter Dickinson's just fucking so. T- I mean, he's probably going to be. He could be. I think he will be freshman player of the year in the Big Ten, um, but he could be up for national honors as well. But when you're talking about the freshman. I don't think Terrence Williams or Zev Jackson, they haven't gotten in at all this game yet. And I'm kind of yeah, shocked kinda that Terrence Williams hasn't got in. Yeah, I, interesting. I agree. Yeah. He, he, I thought he was making some strides to, like, actually, you know, get himself into one of those, maybe not a starting role, but, like, 
first or second guy off the bench after Hunter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I don't know. That's interesting. Maybe it's just a matchup thing with Toledo or something. Who knows? Might be. I mean, I was alluding to- with them pulling ahead in the second half, I'm hoping they get in. Because I want to see Zeb Jackson a little bit more yeah. and uh, kind of see how he can move around. But, um, yeah, sorry, Kale. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, I was alluding to this earlier with Roe. But can somebody, like, maybe try to educate me or something on uh, Mike Smith? That guy, I just, I'm not sold. So maybe there's something I'm missing I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Does anybody have any insight? So with Mike Smith, he's not going to be like Xavier and get to the bucket all the time. Not even that Xavier was, like, this great offensive guy, but Xavier – is in my opinion a was a great point guard even though he couldn't shoot he still like you, Michigan doesn't win most games last year without Xavier Simpson um and so Mike Smith is he's a director of traffic I think he has great vision um especially in transition which if you notice now with under Juwan Howard way more than John Beeline like they push immediately they get a rebound and they're yeah. out running immediately and so um i think that he's pretty good at that at, at this vision finding people in transition um i think that he will find out he'll be a decent shooter at at, at some point he i mean he was averaging 26 points per game for columbia so he was just shooting every time down the floor essentially um he doesn't i don't think Juwan wants him in that role um, and I think he's probably not as comfortable in like a, you know, secondary role when he's not just forced to shoot all the time. So maybe he gets it, maybe he doesn't, but I think he's more important like in the grand scheme of things than just, you know, as our scorer type of thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think he's more of a point guard now than, than he was at Columbia. Cause he definitely, he was, you know, kind of a blend of a one and two. I mean, with that many points just scoring, um, it's hard to really, at least from my perspective, it seems like it's hard to really fulfill your full duties as a point guard, getting the ball around to other people, run the offense. I mean, if you're scoring 30 points a game, you're more relying on yourself. But I like what I've seen out of Mike Smith. I have no complaints so far. I mean, as long as the team plays well, I mean, I feel like the point guard's just like the kind of the, the branded leader of most teams, like the quarterback of, uh, of basketball teams. So, I mean, as long as the team's playing well, if he's not racking up a whole bunch of points, but he's playing a lot of minutes, fine with me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, now that you guys mention it, I mean, he has been a pretty good, like, passer and have, like, that court vision kind of aspect mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. I've just seen him take some pretty wide-open shots, and I'm like, I, how do you miss that? <laughs> so. Yeah, I think that in order for him to be, like, in order for Michigan to be truly elite, they if he knocks down – if he's one for three on the day shooting threes, even like one for two, whatever, one for three, um, then that opens up Michigan's offense so much more um, because then they have, you know, outside of Hunter Dickinson and Austin Davis, every single person can shoot a three. Right. Right. And so if he, Eli Franz, obviously livers, uh, you know, even go to Brandon Johns, Terrence Williams can hit the three. Shondi obviously just been, killing the three lately um I, I think it opens it up if your point guard can dish the ball off but then go to the corner and hit the three in the corner um or or just you know make some moves like it's kind of crazy you know thinking back on how michigan 
has transformed this team, this offense and everything, obviously through a coaching change. But think back to Derek Walton and Trey Burke, where it was like they literally ran pick and roll one-on-one, and it's Mm -hmm. Trey Burke or Derek Walton Mm -hmm. making one move and and step back and hit the three or something. Quick shout-out. Quick shout-out to Derek Walton and uh, Slim Diesel, who I didn't see on the list initially. But top top 10 2K – Three-point shooters. It's crazy. Crazy. I did not expect Walton to be in there. Walton. You know what fucked me up with Duncan Robinson? They put the like the new or the old, whatever it was, Miami logo, and it threw me off. They had the baby blue on there with the neon, with the neon, and I was yeah, like, the, I just uh, didn't even see it. The well, the letters that spelled out his name weren't very obvious in the whole list. So yeah, it's yeah. tough to well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole, Fuck you. Yeah. The whole the whole reading <laughs> the whole thing was tough. Reading. Wasn't? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. I, I, <laughs> honestly, though, I don't like why is Derek Walton on that list? He's low key. He's barely played in the NBA. He's been more of like a two way guy. Right. Um, it's kinda, he plays kinda weird. League, like half the year and then comes up and rides the bench in the NBA. So um, I was just kind of confused to see him. I'm going to look up his stats now because yeah. I was literally trying to think of who was the who was the point guard at Michigan between Xavier and Trey Burke. I couldn't even remember his name. Oh yeah. my god. I, I mean, he was also fun. underrated at Michigan too because they he was legit at Michigan. He was solid. It's hard to follow Trey Burke, yeah. That was that yeah. was the biggest thing that was tough for him. Like he's well, following he, a fucking national player of the year, right? And he he came in between Stauskas and Trey Burke, right? Or like around those times. So like yeah. you had two Big Ten player of the years. Um obviously Trey was national player of the year. So um yeah, he had a, he had big shoes to fill at that point. Um but I yeah, still, I still am kind of confused. I, I, I mean, was kind of laughing. His career, he's averaging like 41% from three. Oh, Very solid. I guess. Yeah, wow. I mean, he was a good shooter at Michigan, too. Yeah. Uh, we were kind of – so Jacqueline had to uh, find, like, what team he was on uh, yes. in the NBA and for, like, something with her job and, um, like, doing a cutout. I think they were doing the cutouts for Chrysler. Yeah. So she's yeah. like, she needed the, the most recent team. And so she didn't know. Uh, we like couldn't find it. We're trying to Google it, blah blah blah, because he had he had been on a couple different teams. And she she finally reaches out to like a couple people. I think she ended up having to reach out to the Seventy um, Sixers or something. Yeah. Um, because he, that was the team he was on. They're like, no, actually, he uh, got cut today. Um, <laughs> or, what? or whatever whatever team he was on before he landed this last deal. Um, I can't I think remember. he landed with the Sixers. Okay, what it, so it wasn't the Sixers. The then, team before it, that. Whatever team before that, I, I think can't Clippers. remember. Yeah, it was the Clippers. They had to reach out, and the, their like PR person had to come back and be like, yeah, we actually <laughs> cut him today. So. Yikes. Like, Ooh, uh, Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. so, Yikes, man. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know, man. I, I'm excited for Michigan basketball here. Um, yeah, let's talk about here in the second half. How are you guys feeling now that Michigan football is over and now we just have Michigan basketball? We can get back to the hype of preseason Michigan football. Positive vibes only. Positive vibes only. (laughs) This is the year. You know, the Lions are 1-0 after with the uh, Bevel area, right? Bevel? What's his name? Brian Bevel? Does that sound right to you guys? But uh, Lions Lions are hot. Michigan basketball is hot. Michigan hockey's doing well. I'm 
I'm pretty pumped right now. I mean, the thing about Michigan during Michigan basketball and Michigan hockey and whatever else, like they can lose a game and it's not the end of the season, right? right? That's the best part about Michigan the basketball best. is you still, you're always, I mean, hopefully going to get to March. Um, you're going to get to the Big Ten tournament, all these things. So, like, that's why basketball is so great and football is so annoying is because usually during football we lose a game, like, pretty early in the season. And then it's like, all right, now I got nothing to, to you know, get excited about. And that that's going to bring me back to the college football playoff. Needs to be expanded. Got to expand it. This year, out of any year in the history of the universe, is the perfect year to yep. – for them to just say fuck it, let's let's see eight teams, let's see BYU, let's see Coastal, Coastal. Carolina, let's see Cincinnati, yep. whatever, throw them all in there and yep. just have as many games as possible and bubble them. I don't care how you do it, play into fucking February. I don't give a shit. So yep. I, I mean, like. <laughs> that was quite the rant there for a second but like I, why not uh, the season is already so screwed up anyway why wouldn't you at least try it out and guess what you can make a ton more money back for for tv stuff you're right. adding great games that i'm gonna watch i know you guys are and, gonna and watch. you're telling me these teams are gonna be like no i don't want to go play yeah. like they're gonna do whatever they can to get in there why, exactly. why would you not do it Exactly. So See, like, I'm going absolutely nuts. I'm like 64-team playoff. I want to see craziness, it. right? All in. Love it. All in. I mean, the reason I legitimately think that there could be 16 is because, let's put it in March Madness terms, right? There's 64 teams in March Madness. You're probably playing two to three games a week, right? You know, average that out, timeline, 16 teams into a college football playoff that breaks down to what? One, two, three weeks. You have three weeks in a row. Bang, Which, bang. What happened? I wasn't looking. I'm a little ahead of you, so I'm behind. I'm three ahead of you. behind. <laughs> I um, who it was, to be honest. But. But, uh, but 16 teams, why not? I mean, you get a full playoff. You get more action, more opportunities for upset, more opportunities for excitement, more money. What's well, the downside D2, here? D2 does it. D2, D2 does it, N- D3 does it, NAI, NAI does it, does it. they all D1. do 16-plus team playoffs. It's like, that's why I don't get it, because it's I know the bowl. Yeah, it's not new, and the bowl system I know makes a shit ton of money, so that's why they want to stick with it. But you can still have bowls outside of those. I, I would, if it's, right. I would watch the, the next, the, all the 16 games or 8 games or whatever for the 16 teams. Mm-hmm. More than I'm watching the fucking Orange Bowl with, yeah. you know, whoever, right? And, like, and that's what I'm thinking. Use the New Year's Six as all the playoff games. Like, they have, you know, they've taken a couple of them and they've done that. So, use the New Year's Six Bowls for the Sweet 16. Mike Smith for three. Oh, Austin Davis got hurt. Oh, I think he's okay. Okay. Um, but Mike Smith just had a big three. Um, So, use the New Year's Six. And you, what you got to think is that, if there's if these games are playoff games, there's gonna get more viewership, more money's gonna be made, and you're gonna think the sponsors are gonna be all for it. Right? That's what I don't like. 
that's what I don't get is a lot of times the reasoning for like them not making it better for the game is because it doesn't make sense financially, but expanding the playoff makes way more sense financially. I would watch every single game if it was eight teams, 12 teams, 16, especially because it has implications moving forward. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I, I don't get it. And I, they, they signed, it was like ridiculous. Some, the, the big reason I guess was they couldn't change it. Cause they signed some contract through 2024 or something like that. And it's like, dude, if, if it worked financially, they could revisit that contract. I promise you they would work. They would make right. it work. Yeah. So, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, first of all, selfishly, because Michigan would have been in the playoff like three out of the last five years if <laughs> yeah. uh, if it was eight teams. I mean, definitely yeah. in 2016, de- probably in 2018, too, because they're, ele- sure. they're 10 and 2, you know, so. I mean, last year? Yeah, last year even, no. What were they ranked last year? They were we lost by like fucking seventy to Wisconsin. Um But they were top fifteen, right? I mean, we played fucking Bama, who was like ten. Yeah, I mean if if it's sixteen, yeah, probably. Not top eight though. Oh yeah, no no no, not top eight. Sorry. But I'd love to see sixteen. Oh, I meant to ask you guys. I saw something that there's like rumors about Ohio State playing like Texas A&M. I saw that too. I, I saw a bunch of A&M players like tweeted out those like eyeball emojis, like "oh something's coming." But uh, it's funny, unnecessary roughness. <laughs> sitting there like all of Texas A&M players are sitting in the locker room, troll the shit out of everybody. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's happening, but no. especially because uh, well, actually, they didn't. I mean, maybe it could, but well, they didn't let Nebraska play Tennessee Chattanooga earlier in the year, so right. I, big I know you want to. You want to bend the rules for Ohio State, but like yeah. I think that's too. They they would think maybe now that they already let them play the Indiana. Yeah, I was gonna say now that they already bent the rules for Ohio State to play in the Big Ten title game. If they get a win there, they're going to the playoff. I mean, I, right. I just don't see any other way. I'd yeah, watch so. it though. Oh, <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. Shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. What are you guys gonna do on Saturday now? Um, probably still fuck, watch man. football. <laughs> you guys want to hang out? Like I ain't doing shit now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're watching football, that's for sure. I think Heather and I are gonna go down to uh, Ohio on Friday night, little date night. Be able Ooh. to actually go to a restaurant. Ooh, don't spend your money in Ohio. Pff, fuck, man. I told you I might jump shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So zero to ninety Harbaugh contract edition. What? <laughs> Do you guys think is going to happen? So we will start it Start it off. Who wants to start off here? I'll go. All right. I have a feeling that you've got some more conspiracy theories under your hat here. Always so do. I love aluminum. It. Put that aluminum foil hat on, dude. Love it. There um, were plenty of Ohio State fans on Twitter with their aluminum foil hats on, dude. Like, <laughs> get out of here, bro. Pretty sure they wear it the whole, all the time. The whole ducking... Before we even get to that, I'm sorry. I have to comment on the whole like the whole thing where like they think that we're trying to run away from the game. There were 45 players going to be out, and, tw- and 20 of them were starters, dude. Like, and I the whole thing like I don't understand how you even have an angle in this, for Ohio State fans, because you literally had to cancel your game against Illinois two weeks ago. Uh, because of the same shit, and you didn't even have that many people out. 
So like, fuck off with that, with all that, uh, with that narrative. It's like, dude, you sound ridiculous, but of course they're going to run with it and be like, oh, you didn't want to be, get beat by a hundred. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, <laughs> they have, they have wrong. every, they're going to take advantage of every, uh, opportunity to talk. You know what? They can suck it because I know for a fact Dan Valari was going out to score six touchdowns on him and just can't, beat the shit out. Can't tell me so. he wasn't. Can't tell me he wasn't. Exactly. How are you going to tell me he wasn't? They've never seen him. They don't know how good he is. He's going to play two games. Weapon. Win the Heisman. Cardale Jones. That's what he is, honestly. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So zero to 90, Jack. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. Your zero to 90 starts now. So I'm I'm sticking with my conspiracy theory. I don't think that the Michigan administration is that idiotic to postpone any sort of extension for Harbaugh and fuck with all these recruitments and, and yada, yada, yada. I think there's somebody else lined up. I think they've got somebody else that they've been talking to, and we're going to see a new Michigan head coach in uh, 2021. I feel if if we gosh, do see Harbaugh is... in 2021, I'm not gonna be mad about that. I'm gonna be mad about the fact they took so long to fucking sign the extension. If you did actually offer him something, put a deadline on it before signing day, like a week before, that'd be great, which would be today. And then that way, like you're not fucking shit up. Like, be smarter than that, man. Like you're you're literally we're dealing in business and you're literally you're just fucking it all up. That's like what, the highest levels at the highest level. That is what's pissed me off. You're dealing with millions and millions of dollars and you're going about it this way. It's pissing me off. So if we do see Harbaugh extended again, I won't be mad at Harbaugh. I'll be mad at fucking the administration for taking so long to get it done. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. By the way, Terrence Williams is in the game now. He just I, missed yep. the three, but yeah. I do love headband. Headband T will. Headband T will. All in on headband T will. It's a good look. All right, Kalen, your zero to ninety starts now. I think on Saturday, uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to come out and he'll be like, "Okay, uh, I've decided that I will not be the coach at U of M." Uh, But then, on December fifteenth. He will hold a press conference where he's just, you know, I love this program, blah, blah, blah. And people are going to be like, okay, Jim, whatever, thanks. And then he'll just say, you know what? I'm not fucking leaving. Just Jordan <laughs> Belfort style. And they'll be like, holy shit, Jim Arba's still here. And then th- th- that'll be it. I don't think it'll do anything. Recruits won't come running. But I think he'll just do it for show. That's even better you know, than my conspiracy I, theory. <laughs> I I love that and I am going to I thought about that I was going to tweet it out I'm going to tweet it out tomorrow uh, <laughs> at some point and be like the only way I'm still in on Jim Harbaugh is if he comes out on Twitter and just tweets out like that whole video uncensored with his face <laughs> over Leo DiCaprio's oh, like yeah. um, I mean that would be the most savage shit of all time I think Fickle did it. That's for sure. Didn't, we didn't want Fickle old Jim. Did he? I think Fickle I did it at Cincinnati energy. last year because everyone was talking about him to MSU, and he was like, I'm not fucking leaving. 
Dude, our boy uh, Dawson at Michigan Insiders on Instagram, I think it's UM Insiders on Twitter, um, yeah. he put out uh, a video of, like, Stephen A. Smith, like, dressed in the, uh, what is he, he's in the Cowboys. The cowboy hat, yeah. Going through, like, the Packers fans, and uh, people are, like, booing, and he's like, yeah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And, uh, man, I was like, he's like, just Jim Harbaugh coming back in 2021. I was like, if he does that, man, I love that energy. Just have some, have that fire, have that confidence, man. Bring that, bring that Harbaugh back. That's the Harbaugh I love, uh, I'd love to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I'm ready for mine. All right, Justin, your zero to 90 starts now. All right. That is the only way truly that I do want Harbaugh back. If he comes back. And it's still like, I, I, first of all, he needs to get rid of his glasses. Fuck the glasses. Get some contacts, Jim. So, Blind motherfucker. Exactly. So <laughs> come back with some swagger, and you he has to do something different. <laughs> Ooh. Fuck your glasses, too. Is that Warby Parker? <laughs> Warby Parker. Um, he needs to come back and be, like, completely changed, honestly, because – if he comes back and it's the same, like, same mantra, same same philosophy, same swagger, which is not non-existent at this point, I'm going to be like, dude, what are we doing here? But if he comes back with some fire and comes back, like, go back on Twitter, Jim. Go back oh, on, yeah. like, get some, uh, do the satellite camps. Start yes. rustling some feathers, dude. That was when we were at our best was when everyone was like, hey, we're here and we're when we're here, we're going to let you know it. Even if we're not winning, uh, you know, national titles or or Big Ten titles, like you're at least going to know that we're fucking here. So that's where I'm like, dude, if he's going to come back and just be, you know, nonchalant Jim, which he's been for the last two years, fuck it. But I need I need Jim if he's back to be like. This is my last hurrah and at Michigan, and you know what? If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. And about to have a big block from Eli Brooks up here if you want to watch it. But um, the thing, I want to see Jim Harbaugh, the one that recruited Quinn Nordine, got him to Michigan. Yeah. Not not necessarily the one. I can't remember the Bama or who, who, the, who the tackle was that uh, – he wore the cleats in the house. That's a bad look. Don't do that. <laughs> but, but the Harbaugh with the fire, man, the one that, that, that's going to yes. do something like, you know, bring that fire back to the program, get the tweets out, you know, get, like just, you know, bring that energy back to yourself. Cause that's where he was like thriving. That's when we were like, all right, at least I can like believe in this coach right now. He's quiet. He seems super like just not confident on anything that he does. Like it's just, Even it's, in the- it's not who you can have. You can't have that guy as a leader. Even in the pre- like every press conference, even like even before the season, dude, you just like I don't know. I want him to say some stupid shit. I never would have thought I'd say that, but like right, say yeah. something off he the made wall, dude. Eight million a year, so I'm like, you can pay any fine. So you might as well just be dropping f bombs, talking shit, holding satellite camps, just do it all because you can pay any fine they give you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of half the conspiracy theories out there. And I don't even, I don't even want to call it conspiracy theories because I think it's pretty legit that after the 2016 Ohio state game, when he went off about the officiating, um, you know, he like 
the regents and administration, everybody was like, you can't do that in a press conference. You need to like tone it down and all that stuff. And he's never been the same since. And, and so I believe it. I don't. I mean, we heard. I, yeah. I, was I agree. Say, I was I, listening to Sam Webb, Michigan Insider, and I can't remember if it was Sam or it might have been Michael um, on the show. But somebody mentioned something about Rich Rod saying ain't in a meeting. Oh. John Bacon said it on That's what it was. Uh, the Five Bomb John, Show. Yep. Yeah, so Matt, John Bacon had said. Shout Rich out Rod Matt said, Burns. Yep. Shout out Matt Burns. Thank you, Mr. Three Point Pod. Um, but he said, ain't. And a regent came and said something to him. Because like, Richard was like, oh, let's say, like, fuck. Like, what what happened? And he's like, you said, ain't. Like, you know, you can't say that. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Get these regents the fuck out of here. You're not a – I promise you these guys are not football players. They're no – you know, they they don't – they're sticking their nose where it doesn't need to be. I, I understand they probably throw a lot of money there. And, you know, it helps the program. But if you're taking away from an attitude, and especially if you want to be a team like Ohio State – let Harbaugh do what he has to do. If that's what's playing any sort of part in what we've seen in the change in Harbaugh, tell him to shut the fuck up and get that fuck out because that that's ridiculous. Well, even beyond Harbaugh, if there's a next guy as well, you know, like Why would get those. True for sure. Right. If you're gonna have somebody you. looking over your shoulder for every press conference you do, like which obviously there's a PR team for that, but like. If you're if you're you know just constantly overwatched and over you know like over overly all that stuff then you're not gonna want to come here and so um yeah but like if say it is Matt Campbell Matt Campbell is a tobacco chewing he's got yeah. the curved hat he's yep. like he's not a guy that's like you know super presentable as far as like. You know, when we're standards, right? Yeah, when we're talking about preppy and things like that, he is a true blue collar guy. So, uh, there was something John Bacon said that in that interview. Um, I saw he was like, maybe Matt Campbell doesn't fit in at Michigan because he's he's like that. And to me, it's like, at what point do we stop trying to find people who fit in at Michigan and right. have somebody come in and make Michigan their own, mold it to them, and we can fit into their winning ways? Yeah, 100%. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. All right. All right, we'll wrap it up there. I'm. I, we got to be more pause vibes only. We we <laughs> we tried so hard, and then it's just like we're back to negative negativity. Um. So, all right, we'll leave you here. Nine thirty-five left. I've got on my TV. Seventy-four fifty, Michigan. It looks like they're really pulling away. Uh. This is uh. This is. I think this is the last game before Penn Michigan State. plays North Penn State. Yeah. Um, last game before Big Ten play. So. Next time we'll uh we'll you know be talking about some some actual teams that they'll call the teams. Although Michigan like the the first part of their Big Ten schedule is not good other than Maryland. So um which I think is favors Michigan. They still get like a head start there. So um yeah, but I, I we wanna have a couple more uh basketball people on to talk. Uh, you know, talk basketball and maybe even hockey or something like that. We'll see. So, um, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening. You can follow us at blue by 90 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at blue by 90 podcast on YouTube. Um, and, uh, yeah, follow us. We're, we're trying to put out more stuff and, uh, 
Positive vibes only, boys. We got <laughs> maybe we just become like meme guys. We're just like the we're bringing you know fun to to it all, no matter what. So might have to, man. Might have to. All right, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time. Go blue. Go blue. Go blue.